Hey, it's Saya. I'm Carol. This is Tiffany. It's Nicole. And this is what keeps us together. Basically the group chat in your head. Living rent free. Hey. Bam, 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 bam. Welcome back, you guys, our um fellow listeners. And um wow. Are you faithful? <laughs> That's what I was trying to come up with. I figured. Our faithful <laughs> listeners. Thank and watchers now since we're on YouTube. Yeah. Hope you guys thanks. are enjoying um seeing our mess ups. Um Live. In real time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no edits. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Just like and subscribe and tell your friends that you like us. Leave a comment. It can be shady, but don't thumbs down us because we can't take it. <laughs> Actually, some of us can take it. <laughs> well, you thumb down her like personal profile. Don't do it for our podcast page. Jesus Please. Christ. Go ahead. I'm fine. You're trying to get one, one um, advertiser. Please. Just, just one. one. Just one. Just one. Please. All right, y'all. Let's get started. Um, we're going to throw it back to song of the week. We're going to bring, we've done a couple other things. We're going to do song of the week this time. So who wants to describe their weekend song first? Okay, I'll go because all y'all looking like <laughs> stressed stressed out. Well, so, okay. So it's, I'm not going to lie. It's been a rough couple weeks and months for your girl, but this week has been good. Hey. So I'm just going to go with today is a good day. Hey. Hey. Um, yes. Um, I had a good week, so that's what um I'm gonna go with. We love to hear that. Good. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Who's next? Um, I guess I can go next. Uh for me, I don't know if this has any reference to my week, but it's been kind of on my heart. So sure. Share Whatever. with the system. Right. That's nothing really to do with my week. But I mean, sure, if something else happens, I got we got one more day. I'm Sure, this song works. Uh, but my song is um, He's an On Time Guy by mm. Dottie People. Okay. Yes. 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 Ooh, on the week. On Time Guy. I found a little white boy. Yes, he is. That's a good one. No. He's an On Time Guy. Yes, yes. You are so churchy. <laughs> That's okay. This week. That's okay. Yeah. This you week. know what? I'll go ahead and follow up with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna let my churchy friend be Thank churchy you. by herself. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. The Lord is so good. Yes. All the time. Um, and all the time. God is good. <laughs> Come on. Saints and ain'ts. <laughs> Saints and ain'ts. <laughs> I can't. I mean, okay, so like Carol said, it's just been a rough couple of I don't even know how long it's been. I just Life. know. <laughs> just, still, when you have a rough forever. <laughs> First of all, I am not speaking that over my life. It's just been rough. Period. I'm speaking for myself. <laughs> oh, God. Not forever. Um, and I would, there's probably a couple of songs that I could refer to, but um, this week specifically, probably the never would have never would have never would have made it never would have made it that never would have made it yeah Ooh, this week just keep praying for you if y'all are praying folk just keep praying for you girls but you made it you did i made it through this week and we wanted to a gathered come on in his name listen in his name Go ahead and ask. Yeah. Remember when we were like, I don't want to be a churchy podcast. And we were like, yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> that, was yeah. A, that was a fun time yeah. in space. And Next then week. we hit rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and who would get a lean on? But God himself. Jesus! Yes. <laughs> okay, well, um, my song isn't churchy, so. <laughs> well, <it's> sorry. 
Um, I've been listening to the new Jack Harlow album because mm. I've been determined to not be auntie quite yet. So I'm trying to stay a little bit in the know. Is that the young white boy that didn't know who Brandy was? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's him. Oh, okay. Who's mm-hmm. yeah. this little boy? Um, he's basically like, would we call him like Gen Z's Drake? Oh. Like maybe not quite. Not that's there a strong yet. statement. Like not there yet, but he's got like that same kind of like vibe and lyrics. Okay. Like I know. I I understand what you mean. Yeah. Well, Dirk is like probably the true, but I don't know. His vibe is very Drake reminiscent, and Drake co-signed him, which is basically why he is anybody Um, right now. But anyways, his album is enjoyable to listen to, and we finally getting been getting back in the gym, so I've had time to listen to it. And um, the "I Do Anything to Make You Smile" song has been. uh, I've been playing that one heavy, so that's my song of the week. I don't know. I'm not gonna rap it. All right, oh, that right. was productive. <laughs> Thank you for that. I guess I will listen to it later. Jack Harlow. I did send y'all the link. I sent y'all the one with um, Pharrell produced it. Movie star. Don't ask. You did not send one. that to us. I did send it. I promise you, I sent it. See, like I'm not ago. the only one not in the chat. No, no hey. one. No one has this recollection. Okay, it's a link in the chat. We can. I can scroll up and Wait, show which you. Which one? Fine. Maybe that's the trouble. <sighs> That is a valid question, though. It's in the accountability partner WhatsApp group chat. Oh, okay. When did you send it? Uh, At night. Thursday? Late. No, it wasn't late. Oh. Like, what time is late to you? Because late to you is, like, midnight. It was, and like, been seven for or six eight. Hours. I mean, the gym was open because I was in there <laughs> when I sent hours it. Six hours at midnight? What? I mean, what my gym's 24 hours. I don't know what that means. Okay. It was seven or eight. Okay. That's wind down time for me, so. Why are you listening to music? Yes, Jack Harlow. Oh, right. <laughs> hours and hours. Hers and hers. Go back to last spot. Yes, check it out. Okay, so um, this week, what we're going to talk about today is maybe something that's kind of near and dear to my heart. I, I would like to think I mean, that. You it coined this up. term. Yes. I did. So... <laughs> probably not though i'm sure other people have have said this before but the concept of landmarks um and i'm not talking about those things that pop up on google maps or apple map is that what i don't know what's on the iphone maps. anyway on maps um not those type of landmarks Shit. but the things that happen in your life the people that come across um you in life that serve as like a pivotal moment or Mm-hmm. Um, even shift who you are maybe as a person in whole. I mean, if I had to give an example, I mean, just maybe if coming up, you have to change schools for some reason mm-hmm. that could potentially be a pivotal moment for someone. And I would not, I would maybe point it as a landmark in somebody's life. Um, even personally for me, I mean, a land, a major landmark in my life is when my parents told me they were getting divorced. It shaped, mm-hmm. um, well, I would say it made me think about, one, it made me not like KFC no more. Um, and <laughs> so why that, is that? Well, because they took me to KFC to tell me that they were getting divorced. And mm. subconsciously, the chicken don't taste good there no more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's probably in my subconscious, probably Java. Mm-hmm. I'm in therapy. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about mm-hmm. me. Um, but it also shaped the way I think about relationships. Mm. Um, it also like from the men's perspective as well as the woman's perspective, or if you're in an alternative type of relationship, it just it shapes how I feel about relationships. And um sometimes those landmarks can carry over into other landmarks. It's almost like for some people it's like a ripple effect. 
Um, when you drop something in the pond and it creates that ripple, another landmark can be directly related. So do y'all have any landmarks in life? We went right into it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Might as well dive right in. Right. I mean, guess keeping them. in mind that a landmark, again, doesn't always have to be an event. It could be people mm-hmm. that come across you. And it doesn't have to be negative. It could be something right. that affected you positively. Right. right. Yeah. Something that shifted. Mine are negative, though. Mine too. <laughs> Although they turned into positive. Right. But is it also because do you think that we look for, like, why did I go through that? Whereas when Mm. good things happen, I don't really look at them like that. I mean, I can go first because I think I had, now I see it as a positive. Okay. Okay. So one of my biggest landmarks was um, when I graduated from high school, you know, obviously you're, for most people, you're trying to figure out your next steps. For me, I decided that next step was college. Mm. So I felt like, deciding on where to go to college was like my first like my first decision really mm. like it was my decision to make and um i had decided to go to a- um north carolina ant i had sent in my acceptance letter i was talking with i knew a lot of people that were going there i had picked my roommate we were about to send in our room and deposit i literally had talked to the girl we were filling out our form together i went downstairs to tell my parents i had to send a deposit and like i remember my living room was like dark. They had like one light in the corner on. It was like what in the it Sherlock Holmes? It felt very like ominous. Yes, exactly. And I remember my mom was there, my dad was there, and my cousins were there because they and they lived down the street at the time. And I came downstairs, everyone was just like looking at me. And I'm just like, what is going on? I will never forget this moment. And um, my dad was like, I have some really good news. And I'm like, no. not him framing it like that. <laughs> and I was like, then why do you guys all look sad? You're right. <laughs> in the dark. What is happening? And he was like, you got a full ride to Shaw University. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm not going there. <laughs> that's cool for them. I'm not going. He was like, I've already accepted it on your behalf. And I was just like. Like, all right, I'm gonna head on out. I was livid, like pissed because I'd made all these plans to go somewhere else. My parents and I have already talked about me going somewhere else. I'm just like, how do you take this decision away from me? And so, like, was that like on your radar? It was. I did go visit it. Okay. Um, if you've been no no change to my school, I love it now. It is intimate. Um, uh-huh. at least it got uh-huh. a very intimate, intimate university. Uh-huh. Um, it is um not North Carolina A and will say. <laughs> um, so when I went there, I was like, "Oh, this is cute. This is not for me." <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and so for him to accept it, knowing that I had went somewhere else and visited and loved that campus, it just felt very much that like you're taking my power away. Yeah. Um, I didn't see it at the time as I'm graduating with no student loans. Jesus, we can talk about it. Yeah. And so, like, I remember, like, being just mad at them for a very long time. My dad was being like, just like, just now I'm saying my dad because he's the one that broke the news to me. But this is obviously a decision that both of my parents, like, made together, I'm assuming. Um, And I also remember they dropped me off and they were crying. I'm just like, why are you crying? Like, I should be crying. Right. Y'all look like, don't be here. Have you seen these dorms? This is ghetto. I'm in the ghetto. The ghetto. Um, oh, but yeah, so like, I mean, and he was just like, just do one year and like, 
I stayed a year. It was great. Like my, I ended up getting a car out of the deal. Um, like, yeah, like a, my car was paid off. I graduated from those student loans. Like I have Jesus. a lot of things that I don't, that a lot of my friends and peers don't have. But at that moment, I just felt like something was being stripped from me. Mm, and I just real. couldn't see past. My parents obviously could see beyond this one decision. But in the moment, I couldn't. See yeah. It. I feel yeah. like it's, it's hard too, because as parents, they are so far past college that they right. know that like as much as it like shapes and molds you it is like an event that if they can set you up to be better beyond it it right it benefits, benefits them yeah. and you in the long run but like yeah like as kids it's our first time to be like out on our own yeah. <laughs> to feel like damn i can't do this alone either right <laughs> <laughs> like i can who understand yeah that was rough um but yeah i, I have so many like, questions well oh, okay like how I understand the why, but like, so you had went to Shaw and saw Shaw and was like, no. Mm-hmm. And so then they were like, she's wrong. But did they like say, maybe you wrong and like, let's talk about all the ways you were wrong. Or did they just go, well, she's wrong. No, so it know? wasn't, they weren't saying it's wrong because the campus, I'm sure my parents agreed with me that the campus had less yeah, I think these. My dad just. My parents saw you have a full ride to somewhere. You're gonna come mm-hmm. out of school with no loans. But this I is the best decision. The, I just meant there's, but there's no conversation. So you had no oh, idea. Oh no, there's no conversation. Well, I mean, there was after, yeah. but it was too late. That's, right. That's my part. I'm like, oh, there was like, I mean, yeah, it's one thing to rough. take it like all the way away, and like maybe like be like, Are you sure? Like, like yeah. I think they also like, felt like it was less of a big deal because. I did go to it was on my list of schools that I was uh, interested in. So it, for them, it wasn't like I like it wasn't even on my radar. Like they sent like me they to, to Nova. It wasn't like they were like I had all these lists of schools and they sent me to one that I didn't even go to or visit or nothing. They were like, it was on your list. You were interested in it. They gave you the most money. Why right, are you tripping? Right, right. But it was really like I went there first. I, it was one of my top schools. Because I thought they were one of the top for my major, but that's not here than right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I ended up going to AT, and if you, I mean, AT is, is a fun, impressive. Yeah, it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, HBC. Like it's it's probably one of the most notor- noticeable or known HBCs, I would say. Um, but yeah, I mean, I agree with you. It was it was a hard pill to swallow. Okay, I just I, yeah. um, and it took a long time for me to talk to them again. Not gonna, <laughs> but Ooh. when we did. And I'm very thankful for them now. Like, I, right. I just was set up very them. nicely. Um, just couldn't see it in the moment. See, look at God. I mean, well, yeah. I mean, parents be knowing sometimes. Yeah. Not all the time, but they be knowing sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that, they, they was knowing. Yeah. <laughs> then, yeah. <laughs> One so thing, right. Yeah. They definitely got that right. <laughs> Anyone else have a significant... I have one, but I uh, do you want to go, Tiff? You mentioned yours earlier. Do you want to go? Oh, it doesn't matter who goes first. You go ahead. Okay. Um, well, mine is not that long ago, unfortunately. Um, Yesterday. But... <laughs> Last week. Um, no, um, mine was, I think I was like 26. And I'm not going to explicitly say what happened because not a lot of people know about it, but I was in some legal trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, and life was different. Mm-hmm. After that, I feel like. Um, Basically, she was Al Capone. <laughs> yep, that exactly. Got caught up on a Rico. Um, Not the Rico. <laughs> Not the Rico. Oh 
why did you say it in the, you need to leave? <laughs> we need to make that a sound right. button. In your, in your white woman voice. <laughs> you need to leave. Um, no, it was like, a, um, like probably the lowest I've ever felt in my life. Um, and like a lot of things were like stripped away from me in that like year's time, I think as a result of what happened. And I was just like, well, like not that like life is over, but like my social life, like definitely was like basically non-existent. And I just was like, I was single at the time. So I was like, well, I guess it's going to be me in my thirties. Like, you know, with it, you know, right. In my prime, you had an opportunity and you mm. dashed it away. <laughs> Lord, I dashed it. It's so um, funny because I like remember this time for you and I don't remember it being this see, devastating. And I remember you in the time thinking that too. And I was like, wow, we perceive this so differently. And maybe it's because I'm going through, through it. it. Yes. Yeah. So I went through something very similar. Oh. But not to your degree. Do I know about this? I don't think I do. Okay, we'll talk after. Okay. Okay, okay sorry, y'all. I, I just learned so much about yes. you guys on this podcast. It's a group uh, chat in your head. But it won't be, you won't get all of them. Now no. we, got to, yeah, we got to talk after. Goodness because gracious. you were still out. Kind of. I like, I was like, and my mom was like really good about making sure I didn't like punish myself for like an entire. She's That's like, really good. Yeah, it was like in shocking, mind you, because I'm terrified of my mom, but she's great. She's like, she was like, like when it happened, she was like very like you like did something wrong and you like you shouldn't have done that, obviously. Yes. But like she's like you, you can't undo it, yeah. and you didn't like no one died, so like don't treat yourself as though you have to like pay penance for this. She's like, as long as you, you paid, repented, like you've done all the things that you can do up to this point to like fix what happened. So yeah. like, don't like punish yourself for the next year. over yeah. it. Like you still like need to be you yeah. and like feel some oh. sense of normalcy. That's really across dope. This. Yeah. That is I'm good. Really thankful for her. Cause it was like really hard. Um, but so because of that, I was like determined to like, not just like be in the house yeah. like, for the, like, entirety and it just was like very um i mean it was it was difficult getting around was not easy uh, <laughs> but um you made it work i did you did me. i, I did like, we were still yeah. in the streets. And, and it's also uh, i was like in these streets but with a curfew i was like well the metro closes at 10 so <laughs> yeah <laughs> let me head out or <laughs> yes <laughs> a lot of nights were spent at Sia's house um so I think that it was like very, it was also very illuminating for me because I had like, I don't know if you guys have ever like, ha I'm sure you guys have, but like that like feeling that like God is like, no, no, no. Oh, absolutely. No, no, mm -hmm. no, no, no. And I was like, well, like just this <laughs> last weekend. And then like, oh, okay. No, after that. <laughs> he was like, bitch, I said, <laughs> what, what I said. <laughs> What <laughs> And it was like, I felt like I was like hanging out with like a group of people that was not like benefiting me in any way. Like not mm. to be like, mm. like negative about like, she was like, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't, no, I don't claim that. Obviously wasn't. <laughs> I was like, I don't claim that. Um, that one. <laughs> also, no, it just like, not, not like they weren't like benefiting me. Like you need to be like receiving things out of friendships. It was like, I didn't feel like when this happened, I felt like I couldn't go to them with no. what happened so like it was like illuminating for me in the sense of like these are people you hang out with but this isn't where you need to be like 
sewing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, this isn't, like, where your energy needs to be right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, everything that this energy is doing is not benefiting you. And I need you to back away from that. And mm-hmm. since you don't know how to do it for yourself, I'm going to do it for you. Um, right. Don't you hate it when Lord be, like, mm-hmm. those lessons? Yeah, because in the time when, uh, when I was, like, getting the message of, like, you need to stop, I was like, but... Um, what else am I going to do? Like, I'm single. Like, where, what else am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Well, right. The Lord be like, And then I found out nudge, you're going to be in a house. Nudge, <laughs> <laughs> 100%. I told and, you to stop. Right. And it was, like, very... I'll talk about, like, the kismet maybe a little bit more, like, outside of the podcast, but, like... Kismet. Uh, <laughs> I hate you. We can't Jesus. do this every week. What? You, you do, do it. Right. You do it every week. I can't even spell that. Is that what a C or a K? It's right. K- oh my God. K-S-M-E-T. First of all, dumb down. Dumb down. Sound it out. Sound spell. As I know how we wait until I finish a thought before you do it, because then I can't even remember what I was saying. We don't know what the thought is. Okay, so let me tell you. Kismet is a noun. <laughs> Meaning destiny. This is really fate. <laughs> That's what it means. Destiny fate. All right. So if she had just said, determine your fate. <laughs> we wouldn't be. <laughs> wow. You were so smart. Oh. Hashtag GTS. <laughs> Google that shit. Why are we all my friends? Why? You don't know me either. You just. <laughs> Your IQ is at another level. Oh my god. Anyways, (laughs) upper echelon. Upper echelon. Do y'all need to E C E? I promise you, I was good in the spelling. No, it's fine. Anyway, next. First, I just want to clarify that we all graduated with degrees. Mine some of us are vocabulary. Some of us is more than one. Right. And when I mean some of us, I mean her. I got two degrees. Do you? An associate, a bachelor. <laughs> also, one of my landmarks. So, you know, that's still two. I made that. I wasn't prepared. Okay. <laughs> I had my GD in my high school trauma. Oh, I can't. I can't do anymore. Jesus Ooh. Christ. I'm proud of you, though. Yes. <laughs> you kept going. I'm proud. You kept going. You didn't lie. I never I'm gave up. You didn't quit. Mm-mm. And we're proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> Not the only one with a real vocab over here. I hate it here. Okay, anyways, moving on. <laughs> Are you done with your landmark? Yeah, because I don't even know where I left off. Kiss on. <laughs> we don't know that now, so we thought not, you said that. Not me giving y'all the word of the week every week. That should be my segment, apparently. <laughs> it is a segment. It's just an unintentional right. segment. Yes. There's going to be a couple of them. Right. I'm sure. I'm waiting for the next one. It's fine. Oh I'm, I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> Not Nicole just having Webster open on her phone so really? we can talk to you. <laughs> so we're going to just put them right above our heads. Oh, no. Do you have a Google Translate for the intelligent? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, wow. I'm so proud of you. Oh, my gosh. I need all of you. Mm-hmm. Turning you turning your life. It's me loving you back right now. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's me being you, except it's me. So it doesn't mean love. No, it means I get it. I'm saying sometime. our listeners don't know what that means. Oh, okay. Anyways. 
Um, I want to say y'all get it on my way home, like Pastor does, but you won't. Okay. Um, <laughs> I really don't remember where I left off. Okay, I think I was saying that, um, unbeknownst to me, in the midst of like knee deep in my landmark, I met my husband. <laughs> it was like a time where I never would have thought that that was what would have transpired <laughs> See, for a number the Lord of took reasons. you out the streets. Yeah, right. 100%. He did. He was preparing um, you. He was. Um, bless. Um, <laughs> ironically, one of the times that we bonded was because I don't know if you remember the time that you did my hair and I was like, you were like, oh, where are you going? Are you going somewhere after this? And I was meeting up with Patrick. Ooh, and you were like, oh, your co worker. And I was yes. like, yeah, my I friend. I shaded the hell out of you. You did. All of you did yeah. for months. And I was like, we're yeah. just friends. But was we're not we dating. wrong? Yes, nope. at the time. Nope. Yes, at the time. We I, still, his intentions. I still stand by the fact that you guys were wrong. Before you were right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, here you are. Man. Um, but yeah, I just like, I would have never um, seen through it. I would have never thought that that's how that transpired. I would still, um, sorry, God, don't fight me. But I would still like to think that, you know, we would have gotten together <laughs> if, you know, that I hadn't gone through that. <laughs> but you know I think that and that's how it transpires well, well, that's God how it transpires. for you and he might have just did it another way yeah cause I mean for real like after that year like it was like I like came yeah. out like yeah come on yeah, like, sure yeah on top for sure it was like a really strong I mean not that it's like decrescendo but you know it's come on you were yeah. a seller of life yeah it's been good <laughs> I don't know where you come up with these phrases I'm done so I go ahead <laughs> I don't even know just what happened. To me. <laughs> oh, okay. Woo. Uh, so I was trying to think about this and I think I have a couple, but I think the main one I want to talk about is during a time uh, before I moved here. So this is when I was in a time I was in vet school. I was working like a few hours out of the week and <laughs> things were stressful and I was, not really being successful in life. And then I had literally just like when I started that school, before I started that school, I was going to, I knew I was going to be home. I was going to be home for grad school. And I was like, Oh, I had just come out. So I was like, I can't go back in. Mm-hmm. Like I had come out to friends and I was like, yeah, this um, Pandora's box has been open at this point. So there's no going back. And I, where I went to school and where I'm from um, at Michigan State University, the area is not that big. Like, you know, it's not a D.C. So eventually somebody was going to see me inevitably if I was dating or doing whatever. So I was like, oh, (laughs) this is what it is so that nobody else tells you before, you know. And so that was a rocky, I was in a rocky situation. So it was between that being very stressful in school. And so I was juggling all of that and so i was like oh i i need some therapy it was bad at one point so i was like oh okay i'm gonna get therapy had a therapist through the vet school awful so i I tried to stick it out with her for a while but you know i didn't know then that this is for anybody who's looking for the therapist the first one is not always the right so try and try again. <laughs> if you're not feeling like you're getting anything from the person that you're with, I know it takes a long time to try to find getting people's calendars, but trust me, it's worth it if you can. Because I then was like, I probably was with her a couple months. And I was like, this is not giving what it's supposed to have gave. Mm. So 
I went into a uh, uh, different therapist, black guy, and I was like, oh yeah, this like I was I felt like I was hitting on everything I needed to. Long story short, it was my landmark is for no, it's a long time ago, so I don't remember his name. My therapist um, when I was in grad school, we were having this conversation about my parents dealing with me coming out because it was not it wasn't a we're kicking out you're out of the house because i wasn't in the house but it was more of the like we don't want to discuss it and don't tell anybody else about it type mm-hmm. thing so mm-hmm. like trying to like keep it because again it's a small on the area. dl yeah on the dl <laughs> they wanted me to say dl anyway um so i was just navigating that and then my therapist said something that has literally changed who i am in general i think uh, on a whole um he asked me, he was like, so like, what do you think the worst is going to, that's going to happen? Cause at that point, like I said, I already come out, already been dealing with the way in which they felt about me being out. Um, and so they were projecting this whole, and honestly, I think that's the way that they, they um, just to take a step back. My parents very much dealt with discipline, like, not that I'm not going to love you, but my disappointment makes you feel like I, don't you know mm-hmm. so like the almost a taking way of love so he was asking he was like you know so like what's the worst that's gonna happen and i was like well you know they said what they were gonna do but they honestly haven't done it it's not like they haven't been there it's not like mm-hmm. they haven't been you know every weekend we would still get together for for dinner and everything like that so it wasn't as if they were doing that, but that was what they were threatening to do. So that mm-hmm. threat for me was enough mm-hmm. for me to be in this like state of un- unrest. And so when he asked that question, it was just like the biggest, brightest light bulb went wow. off. Cause I was like, that's right. Like if they were going to do that, they would have done it by now. Yeah. And they haven't. And now I just need to stand in my truth and be okay with my truth and just be okay with me. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was, like he gave me a chance to be okay with myself. Mm-hmm. And so that for me Jeez, has been that's one a word. Yeah. Right. Mm. Anyone who is not part of our LGBTQ plus community may or may not be able to resonate with this, but I think a lot of them who are can from their standpoint of everyone will make you question whether or not who you are either figuring yourself out to be or have determined yourself to be it's always in a flux of question and what you don't ever get an opportunity to do is really get a chance to say, well, am I okay with who I really am? Mm. Excuse me, regardless of what everybody else thinks. Like Mm. there's just not enough time to be able to do that in the very beginning because you're still trying to figure yourself out. Mm, So you spend a lot of time navigating everybody else's feelings and not really being a chance to get navigate your own. So what he allowed me to do in that moment was to really process, was I okay with myself? And I was like, yes, I am okay with myself. This is why I've done this. I've made this choice at to come out, I should say. <laughs> Not the choice to be gay, but the choice to come out. Um, <clears throat> I made that choice because I knew that was the choice that was right for me. And I was allowing everything else to kind of like, you know, mitigate my own feeling about being out. And so when he said that, it was just like, oh yeah, they've, they've just got to figure it out for themselves. Like, I'm okay. So this thing got nothing to do with me. I'm just going to do me. And it gave me the opportunity to be strong enough to say, I'm going to do me. And you can figure out whatever you need to figure out. Mm -hmm. Like if this doesn't work for you, then it doesn't work for you. So then we won't deal. Sorry. We won't deal with each other. But if this 
is something you're willing to navigate, then this is my line. This is right. where I'm at. And you know, you can meet me or whatever. And so it took a, it took a while. Don't get me wrong. They didn't do the thing that I was afraid of, which like I said, freed me up, freed me up to be myself uh, because I knew they weren't really going to do what they had threatened, or at least they didn't even like threaten, but it was just, what I was used to in the way in which they raised me. So like mm. the threat mm. of like not being able to be yourself. And if you are, I, you know, I know the, 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 the punishment for that is for me to act differently and mm. treat you, mm. you know, differently, which felt for me like taking away love. Yeah. That wasn't it. So they struggled through it, but they figured it out because I was unwavering in what I decided. Mm. And once I did that, that was that was great. So that I guess that would also be for anybody else who's struggling with anything. I'm, you don't have to be it didn't have to be coming out, but just whatever you're struggling with and with your own self, you got to be OK with it first. Regardless, that's the one lesson he taught me. And I tried to teach everyone else because it literally changed the course of my life. Right. Honestly, honestly yeah. I don't know who I would be. I would have been a totally different person if I come here without having to help dealt with that. Mm. Right. So. All right, that's real. Yeah. Jeez, that was. Yeah, that was a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. When I tell you, when therapists be therapying, right, right, <laughs> they get it. And I would, I, I, he I earned his a copay, right. And I honestly wish I could remember his name because he. There were a couple moments, but that was, that was for me the the trajectory changed completely. Yeah. So wow. yeah, you got a good thing. A good therapist helps y'all. I'm, I mean, I know it feels like, oh, what am I sharing? Trust. Some of them can help you get to some places you didn't even know are possible. So, yeah, right. that part. Because that, I feel like that should be like what the core of therapy is, is like making you comfortable with you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, so it sounds like all of us have had landmarks that were. Hold up, hold up, I hold up, up, hold up. I, hope, I love when Nicole gets on her Oprah. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like all of us. No, no. I mean, no. I want to look at the flip side of it. Well, so, I, oh. I want you before. You like alluded to your landmark, but you didn't mm. really go into detail about your landmark. Good try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the group chat, right? That's yeah, 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 yeah. But we want to hear about and it. We're in person now. You know you don't act like that yeah. in person, so stop it. I'm, I know I don't. Um, so I mean, so my well, one of my many landmarks because I do. I mean, I have a lot that I think have kind of shifted who I am as a person, how I operate. Um actually was talking about one the other day with Harry about like when I reflect um, Harry, his mother is no longer with us. And we were talking about people who we truly care about. My grandmother passing was a major landmark Mm. for me um, because she passed away right before my parents got divorced. Mm. Um, (laughs) And she was like, my, you know, like I, my family, we have different dynamic, um, my grandmother was kind of like my best friend. It's like the person I would see every day mm-hmm. after school. So um, that in itself, it's almost like, even though my mom is the, it, she's an only child and she's the oldest, sometimes it, it almost feels like I'm kind of like the matriarch of our family a little bit just mm-hmm. because of mm-hmm. the role I play in yeah. everybody's life. All- so about my grandmother. So, you know, it just, it just gave me, it almost is like her passing on that, that role to me, mm-hmm. just being the person that everyone goes to. Okay, cool. Um, but then my real landmark, or at least the one that probably resonates with me the most is my parents getting divorced. And, you know, like as a child, you see your parents disagree, have 
fiery fellowship mm-hmm. as our pastor and first lady call it mm-hmm. um and you're just like you know some some kids are immediate i guess because it's so prevalent now they're immediately like are y'all getting divorced like it wasn't a thing in my mind mm-hmm. um and then knowing some of the reasons like mm. not everybody is the same some pe- some people try to protect um and my parents did i know one thing i know for sure my parents loved me ridiculously like i am probably the most spoiled out of us and i'm fine with that and i own that i wear it proudly um but um understanding some of the reasons why my parents didn't necessarily get along has definitely impacted how i feel Mm -hmm. about certain relationships how i view men in a relationship haven't view women in a relationship i know for myself we come from a family of mostly women mm-hmm. and in doing that it's we kind of take charge a lot um and don't um i i hear oftentimes like on tv not from anybody we know that um let a man take charge or whatever if you listen to steve harvey sometimes he's cool but if you listen to him it's like oh a man should do this that's not how we roll in my household. Like it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> you need shit done. You don't wait for nobody. Also being the fact that we are a family of only women, my dad and my grandfather were also like, you don't need no man for this. You don't need to mm-hmm. depend on a man for nothing. You just need to do what you need to do, how you need to do it. And that, and I didn't even know that in my dad and grandfather pouring things like that into me was preparing me for my dad and mom getting divorced because I mean, they're divorced. They don't live. We don't live together anymore. So um, fortunately, they were able to come. They're friends. They're cool. Um, n- you know, even not too far out from the situation. So my dad would come over and help out if he could. My grandfather was still living. So fortunately, he was able to, you know, be the person to do the things that I mean, my grandfather's older man. So he's like, women shouldn't be cutting grass. OK, fine. So to do those things. But. They also instilled in me, like, if you want to help, that's fine, because you don't we don't ever want you to be in a situation where you feel like you have to rely mm. on a man to do things. But and having conversation with some of my nieces, what I've realized, I know for me specifically, is in me moving that way. And I'm like, I don't need no man for this. I genuinely don't need no man. Like, I was just about to ask that. Like, I do you think it was crippling for you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, and I was even sharing that with her. I said, sometimes it's like. When I even think about my own relationship, it's like. Some of my older siblings are like, well, he doesn't do this. And he's like, well, for what? Like, I can either do it or I can pay for it. I, I don't understand why it's not a thing for like, it's not a requirement of me to be in a relationship with someone who can do those things, mm-hmm. because I've always been taught that you don't need a man to do that. Yeah. And. It has been very crippling. So, okay. Um, Can you explain how it's been crippling? Well, I was going to say, do you think it's crippling or do you think who made it cripple? Who, why do you feel it's crippling? So for me, I think that it's probably crippling because um, I don't put a male-female relationship in the same scope of a maybe i'm i'm probably this probably is not even uh the correct term but like an 
the traditional like gender role yeah. gender role type thing mm-hmm. um but in a way i'm also very traditional in the sense like i enjoy cooking for my man like because well in general cooking, cooking for me <laughs> cooking for my the people that i love <laughs> makes me happy like i love it when people yeah. are enjoying my food but i also like like doing the little cutesy gender like i'm not touching trash i'm not doing that That's not sweet. especially if there's a man in the house what, like for what uh-uh. You want me to cook this food or take the trash out? But it's not going to be both. Mm. I don't want to do it either. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it does. does. But can you explain, like, when you say crippling, like, in what way? Like, crippling towards your mm. ideology around relationships or crippling in terms of, like, how You're, you regard, how you dated, like, what? How I dated. Mm. So, um, I know in the past, like, it could be, uh, it could be a really good thing or it could be a, a not so good thing. So in the past, it's like, okay, so what if you don't, if you don't open doors? So what if we're splitting the bill? Like to me, that wasn't a big deal because I always took take care of myself. But like in my previous relationship, I literally was taking care of a full grown ass nigga. Like, mm. like moved him into my space, put a roof over his head. And I mean, him, my ex in itself is a landmark because I experienced a lot of things in life that shaped how I think about other things that that we don't have enough time. Mm. Um, But I didn't I didn't have a lot of expectation. Mm. I didn't have it. I mean. Mm. The only expectation I truly had. That's was, a lesson in and of itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, was mm-hmm, not yeah. financial or anything of the sort. I agree. I think also, because um, I feel like we were raised very similarly where it was like, I. All three of us? All three of us? All four of us. Oh, yeah, four of us. Like an independent. We were taught, like, we all grew up similarly in the fact that our parents raised us to take care of ourselves. So um, I grew up a lot of where I want my significant other in my life. I don't need you in my life. Like I have always I've been working since I was in high school. You know, I mean, I've always had my own money. Mm -hmm. I mean, my parents have supplemented a lot. Um, But praise God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Praise God. But it's also like I I don't need you here. I don't need like now if you want to take out the trash, that's great. But if I need to take out the trash, I will. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I don't right. need you here. My my preference is for you to be here, but I don't need you here. And so um, I feel like as we've gotten older, the conversations have lended themselves to be as black women. We're so independent yeah. that we sometimes cannot be in successful relationships because the, whereas before women needed like yeah. actually needed to a man yeah. to open a big account. Like we, women couldn't work and right. couldn't cards, vote and credit that. cards. So they actually, they actually needed a man to do things. We don't need that now. Right. I so just, it's like, I don't know if, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like men want this like, uh, 1950s housewifey yes. type of woman. Can, be that can I compli- me too. Well, can mm-hmm. I also complicate that yeah. dynamic a little bit by saying like, I think a lot of times men don't know what masculinity is if it's not that. Mm. Like, what do you mean? That's like, fair. I feel like we are taught that. how to. We were taught how to stretch the definition of what being a woman is. It's not. It's not just cooking and cleaning, right? Mm-hmm. It's also knowing how to take care of yourself. It's knowing how to take care of the yard. It's knowing how to take out the trash. It's knowing how to do how to work and 
um, balance your accounts and take care of yourself financially and all of these things. But I think that with men, sometimes it's like you're the breadwinner. You take care of X, Y, Z in the household and um, you play sports. Like, I don't like, you know what I mean? I feel like. So past, they're not having these same conversations? Uh, no, not at I all. I think a lot of people are not. And I think that um, there are definitely outliers and it, it might just be American culture. And, and mm-hmm. I hope that that's shifting and changing. But I think that um, because probably because men were seen as like, you can do whatever you want. I don't need to teach you how to man like yeah. for women it's like i need to teach you that you can do more than what your grandmother could do because right. there yeah. is more out there for you but for men it's like well i don't need to teach you that because you've already had it all well you already have access to it mm. all not you've already had it all but That's i would a good say point. so we had i had this conversation with my sister and her two daughters who are now um, both in college and my i know right um, so I had the conversation with them and my sister brought it up because she felt like the conversations my father was having with my brother with regards to, you know, life moving forward after college or even in college were very different than the conversations he had with his daughters and his granddaughters mm-hmm. um, because she felt like. The conversations he was having with his son was to get his life together and to settle down, right? Like those two things, like very much, you know, do whatever you need to do education wise, do whatever you need to do financially, get yourself to where you need to be. And then you need to settle down, find somebody and be with. Sorry. And this is in going to college or finishing college? (sighs) We weren't talking about the specifics of when, okay. just the in general conversations that are being like growing up, growing up. Okay. Yeah, just like okay. uh, as a male in our household, the only male actually, because he's besides my father, those are only two. Um, so that conversation was very different than the conversation he was having specifically with her daughters, because mm-hmm. she was, you know, aware of the conversations he he was having. It was very much like, you don't need any guys. Take care of you know, make sure you get your grades That's up. So Remember? interesting. Yeah. And, and he had to admit that he realized he didn't realize he was doing it and had been doing it. Wait, right. Did she feel like it was a negative conversation? She, yes. Towards her daughters. Okay. Because there's no conversation about, yes, you, you do take oh, care wait, of it. She thought it was negative towards her, bro- t- towards her daughters, yeah. not towards your brother. Yes. Oh, interesting. Oh. I don't know if I would have thought to her, him telling them to settle down to me would feel more negative. So she didn't mean settle down, but there should be a conversation about like you should want to partner with somebody. Sure, like get get your don't stop getting your education, but find somebody that's worth there. That conversation's not being had. What he's not he's not at all saying, hey, you know, as you're growing, as you're dating, make sure you're dating people who you feel comparable to you. Those are the conversations she felt mm. like she he should be having. Oh, not the wow. did he not, have that conversation with her? I don't think so. I, I feel know. like it's hard for men to like have dating conversations with women in their lives. <laughs> and I can understand that, but she was saying too, this is the man that's in their life. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah. right? So mm-hmm. let's be balanced in having that conversation. Okay. They respect you. They love you. They want to hear from you and the things that you're telling are yeah. very one-sided. Right. So like let's let's work on and you're right. It's probably for him very generational, but I even think about 
like, okay, now I'm gay. I mean, you you may have had an issue with, you know, it for a while, but we in the thick of this now. So when are you going to have a conversation about, about right? Like, when are you going to have a conversation? Like, if it was just, just based on gender, gender, yeah. just based on, um, what he would consider gender roles, right? Like a more masculine of center person dating a woman, then Sia, you should be settling down. I ain't never had that conversation with my father. Yeah, like, right, I'm almost more right. intrigued that the conversation with your brother wasn't more robust. Same. I'm a, I agree. I would have expected him to tell the girls to find someone and settle down than your brother, to be honest. I'm paraphrasing. I don't, really know what the full conversation no, I mean, but even still like the the idea of telling a man to settle down versus a woman to well, he, i don't think he means it from the standpoint of like don't be out in these streets doing a whole lot don't get just because five five six seven children out there with different people like i think he was very much we are a family oriented type of thing mm. so if you're going to do if you're going to be out there Let's be serious about what we're doing. Let's, right. mm-hmm. you know, so I don't, I don't know if it was not like right away. Matter of fact, I know it wasn't right. Because my dad knew my brother was not ready. So like, I mean, hey, you got to know your people. So like, if you just, yeah. you recognize. Real just, recognize real. Right, exactly. Take care of school. Do what you. you need to do in school. But then when it became something of more, you know, yeah. long term. Meanwhile, like, I'm telling my nieces, be in the streets. <laughs> Be in these streets. I mean, be safe. Oh my god! But okay, so I think because that's a that's a realistic conversation, right? So be in these streets. No, no, but the be safe part. (laughs) The be safe part, because at the end of the day, you know that people are not going to not be curious, not want to indulge in whatever activity that they are around anyway. So, the end of the day, do whatever you're going to do regardless of what that may look like, but be safe. But it's very interesting. Like, it makes me think of, like, in my household unit, even though we are a female-dominated household, it's still very, um, how do I, I don't even know what to say. Like, it's, um, the double standard thing comes up often with, you know, women are supposed to do this, men are so allowed and supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. but. I also see as I get older, specifically people shifting in that thought process. Like it used to be a time where if I, you know, one, I didn't really bring people home. Like this mm-hmm. is not something I did. Um, and if I did, it was probably because I had been with that person for a period of time already. And so now y'all get to meet them. That's just my, my personality about being private. Um, actually, I wouldn't even call it private. It is it's called vetting. Yeah, (laughs) I'm protective because I don't want to introduce people to my family and then you go somewhere or I decide it's just not going to work. But I also can see now where my family will before it was like, okay, you know, you got to do the good thing to do. You go to school, you got your degree. Now you go to work. You buy a house, find a man, get married, have babies. Oh, find a house came before get a man well it happened simultaneously oh, okay okay sorry. not necessarily in that specific order oh, okay but preferably house and, and marriage before kid right mm-hmm. now that doesn't work for everybody and i think that even now i mean harry and i've been together almost 11 almost 11 years at this point and people Come have on. finally started yeah. asking you can't get rid of that man if you oh, want to i tried once before but it didn't work 
Um, poor Harry. <laughs> we love you, brother. It wasn't poor Harry. It was poor me. But anyway. Um, Yikes. <laughs> I just, I'm going to need, okay. All I'm saying is now we've gotten to a point in our relationship where people stop asking me. Thank God. It was um, awkward. It was, one, it was awkward. And two, I think. I was my ready dad, for it to make it awkward for them, though. Because, like, uh, where, what are we doing? At this well, point? I think even my dad started to pick up on maybe some of her landmarks is what makes her hold off on marriage. Mm. And maybe that's okay, why daddy. she's not. I think he finally figured it out because one day we were out to eat. And he said, well, whenever you're ready. And that was, I was like, oh, thanks, dad. Like, you you finally picking up. I mean, I'm not going to say it's never going to happen, but um, it actually took my niece to tell me. She was like, you're scared of commitment. I was like, who are you? First of all, who is you talking to? But you're out there, but she can't tell everybody everything. Wait, wait, wait. Not your niece calling you out in an 11-year relationship talking about you scared of commitment. Well, no, okay, this was years ago. And my niece... So, like, when you were six years in? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Shut up. Ain't nobody asked you. I'm talking about my landmark. All right. Anyway. But she was like, you know, maybe you're scared of commitment. And then when you start to reflect on it, it's like, my parents are divorced. Um, I mean, everybody has their shit with them. And every relationship has yeah. issues yeah. in some form or fashion. And with me having a root fear of failure, it's like, well, do I want to get married to somebody and then it not work out? Why go through all that? Why go like why go through all the motions when we are perfectly content doing this? Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, I, do I have a desire to be married? Do I want to? Absolutely. Will we eventually get married? Absolutely. Um, but I also know that stability for me is like a trigger. If yeah. I don't, pro- I mean, in all honesty, pro- my song of the week is probably because when my stability is off center, I am here, there and everywhere mm. um, and not focused on nothing. Because um, even for me to not be focused at work is out of my element. But you're focused um, in case your employer is listening all well, the time. All the time. I'm always focused, but they know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm yeah. open. Like You're I'm good. just yeah. when I'm off center, I'm off center. Period. Shut up, Carol. I'm trying to keep you employed. <laughs> they gonna keep me employed. They love me. Um, She's but a manager, remember? <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, um, after she shared that with me, and it made me start to look um, within. It's like you know there are there are hangups that I have that I might I really want to make like. I know we've been in this for a really long time. Um, are you going to fit the stereotype of a male relationship? Maybe you will. Maybe mm. you have. Like you're like waiting for the shoe to drop. Yeah. Mm. Uh huh. Waiting for the shoe to drop. Um, mm. Shoes fumble. You know, you throw shoes in the closet, but sometimes you dust them back off and put them back on. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would like to think in about 11 years, we have been through some shit, but um, even today, like on the way here, I talked to him and I'm not trying to sound much. That's just not who I am. But like, he, yes, it is. He is. is. He is my boo. Tell, like tell him that you love him. Yeah. I do. Um, yeah, I. You know, get that little butterfly feeling every once in a while. But ooh, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. It is. Right. It is. Yeah. I can remember later. Um, it's in. It's in the chat. It's already today. It's in my notes. I did. Hey. I saw it. Oh. Um, but you know, I would. Nonetheless, um, even after all this time, people finally picking up 
on your cues that are around you to understand that you have to live your life the way you want to live it. Mm. Your landmarks are going to have you turn right, have you turn left, make you have you do a U-turn and you'll end up where you're supposed to be, how you're supposed to be, because that's how God lines it up. Mm. Come on now. But I mean, that's when you. some people have good landmarks that get them to where they got to go. and Some people have not so good landmarks. It just depends on how you move after that landmark is yeah. yeah that's very true yeah wow yeah. <laughs> i feel like this is like a whole mo- anyway do any of y'all have any good like i feel like most of our landmarks i feel like most people's landmarks are kind of maybe not so good but it turns out good oh yeah right yeah i gave yeah. mine not so good turned out good i, I feel like we talked about this a little bit too i feel like i wonder again i um <laughs> i think that sometimes it's harder to see like why the good panned out because well because with the bad we're always looking for like why did i have to go through that mm-hmm. like what was the lesson learned from that right. well when good things happen we're like uh-huh. yeah. winning you know we just out here like right. living our ble- blessed lives so i feel like that's what makes it harder to see like the good landmarks not because good things don't happen but because i'm never thinking about like what the fork in the road was you yeah. know what i mean it just seems like this is a good moment on my you know good life yeah yeah i wonder if we're like expecting good things to happen yes so you don't like they don't seem pivotal mm. uh, that's oh i mean as the two married demons do you feel like you're like i feel like i mean i don't know i'm too close to being married to be like that was pivotal <laughs> i feel like my relationship is with Patrick yeah. is pivotal, but I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was thinking it was like, like, for example, like the birth of my son was pivotal for me. And it was like one of the greatest moments of my life. But it's also been one of the hardest times of my right. life as wow. well. Well, mm-hmm, do you sure. think one could say that there's good and bad in everything? It's the yin and yang of it all. Because even when you have a bad landmark, sometimes it turns out good. And even some of the best landmarks in your life have struggled with like yeah. or take the most work. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like getting right. that promotion that like may have been a pivotal change in your career, which you wanted to do may right. have yielded like the most trying time, the most like painstaking right. time after that. Yeah, And I was also thinking too, like we assume that like even like promotions, like good things, like, we assume those are like easy, imminent, easy or like that's what we assume to be like our like that's your line, your top. Yeah. And then you get to your top, and you're like, oh, this is not. <laughs> Come on, grass. So, yeah, I think, like, I was just listening to another podcast, Demetria Lucas. She was saying, like, a lot of people assume, like, as a creative, that every single thing you do, you're going to assume, like, is going to be great and awesome. And, like, you're going to love every second of it as a creative. But sometimes, like, it sucks. Yeah. yeah. And, but, and sometimes you love it. But it's because, like, you don't necessarily know or even like what you're passionate about that changes. But when you, when you get to that point and you're, you've been waiting, 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 and you got it. You're like, Oh, this is not actually what I thought it was going to be. be. Right. That's, that's uh, so it's interesting you say that. Cause I was thinking about this the other day, um, as we were trying to figure out talking about what my landmark things were. And I backed into moving here, but even a step before, uh, moving here was me spending my whole entire life talking, I said earlier, spending my whole entire life with one goal in mind, to be a vet. I got to vet school and it kicked my butt. And I was like, I, I don't know how to let this go. 
Right. Mm. Like I literally sat there for a couple of years trying and trying again because I didn't know what else to do. Mm. And it was the, the worst time in my life. I already told you it. I just, just come out, dealt with that. And then was not being successful. And the one thing that I was like, <laughs> been working towards this my whole entire, like high school and on, you know, uh, everything almost everything that i had done at that point literally was leading me there to then get there and be like uh-uh mm. like you keep knocking on this door and ain't nothing happening right. no doors are opening and so mm. for me to fail out let me just be clear i felt all the way out they were like girl you gonna have to go oh <laughs> not, not you can't come back right you can't come back <laughs> it's it's not you it, it's not us it's you <laughs> like literally. oh lord um that's a pivotal oh, moment. Uh, trust. <laughs> trust. Hey, trust. landmark himself in your life. I hate us. That's why he's like this. Sorry, Banner Hart. Nicole's like, wow. <laughs> That's so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I'm Can't sorry. believe you failed. Not even I'm sorry. Just like gonna pour on. Just gonna add right on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> not sure you not your school saying. Stop! Just <laughs> do something else. <laughs> oh my god, my thighs hurt. Okay. Uh-huh. This is not supposed to be funny. It's not. <laughs> Not a I can't decide if we're best friends or worst friends. <laughs> we're the best, the worst, best, worst friends ever. The I worst mean, best friends. To be fair, if she was failing right now, it'd be a different conversation. Would it? But look at her. Not Excel. Not I'm not at her. <laughs> Had you met us when you were in vet school, it would have been different. I doubt it. Like, girl, let go, girl, please. Maybe it's just not for you. Maybe you should just drop out. Nothing else. Why are you wasting all this money? That talk would have been laced with so much shade. Maybe God's trying to let you know that your path is elsewhere. Maybe, maybe you suck at this. Oh, God. Are you sure you like animals? <laughs> Do they like you back? Are, are they all dying when they come to your practice? Or <laughs> oh, oh my God. I have literal tears. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but you're, look at you now. Thriving. <laughs> oh my God. Carol's touching you. She feels really bad. <laughs> I did. I, did. I was like, oh, I'm touching her. Okay. And you just had to call it out. Not <laughs> just snatching your hand back like she was hot. Like it was hot. <laughs> I just realized you were touching and it made me nervous. After you initiated. I know, I know, I know. Oh, let's move on. Oh my God. My life feels so weird. Uh, Human contact. Ugh. I don't know. What was... I don't know. You were failing out of vet school. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> failing out. Surprise, surprise. Um, and, uh, then I was like, okay, well, no. I, this was the plan. Mm. Like, not maybe kind of the plan. So, what am I supposed to do next? And mm. so I said, like, oh, well, um, I can't stay here because economy was horrible during that time in Michigan. So I was like, all right, well, I'm moving here. And it was one of the best decisions. Mm. However, oh my God, your landmark led you to us. Yeah. Oh, see, look at this. Look at the Lord. Yeah. No, honestly, because I honestly, too, right before 
So right before the kick out and everything, I was really, because uh, it sucked during that time period. Nothing was good. So I was like, I need to know the guy that like my grandmothers know and the, the church I was going to, I love my home church, but it wasn't given what it needed to get. So mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of soul searching in Michigan and wasn't finding anything. So literally me failing out led me mm-hmm. to y'all, wow. literally, because I also went to other churches when I moved here and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And if Linda had not been there, I definitely probably wouldn't have. I actually, I know I wouldn't have. I was like, oh, this is cute, but I'm going to clearly find like one that's gay affirming and all of this. And well, those are cool, but I literally was getting what I needed. The things I've been looking for mm. when I was in Michigan and shallow. So it's wow. like, oh, okay, God, I see you. This, uh, I'll take that. So yeah, it definitely was awful. Probably the one, one of the worst periods in my life, mm. but a lot of good things came from that lowness. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Lord be Lord. And yeah, mm-hmm. be Lord. Don't he? Be yes. no one and all. No. Okay, so it made that made me think of when you have like so when you have a landmark and it ends up working for your good, or like when your parents be no one. When I was in high school, I again being like the independent individual that I am, and like I don't want to depend on people. I don't like it, and like me, I I like it literally bothers my soul when I have to when I have to ask people for something Mm -hmm. and so I decided to go get a job um but before I got a job like when I was you know how you go select your electives Mm -hmm. and so I noticed like I was was getting ready to go into my junior year which means you at the end of your sophomore year you go pick your classes for the next year and I'm like oh all of my friends are doing like they're leaving school and they're going to academies. I'm like, I wonder if I could do that. So at the time, um, I think they still you can. There's an academy at a at a local school. It wasn't at my specific I think you school. Should, you should explain academies. Yeah, I don't know if everyone does. I don't. Knows what okay. that is. So um, in Fairfax County public schools, there Virginia. are in Virginia there are some schools that will host or facilitate a. Um, I want like a, a technical or a trade type oh, okay. type class where you where you will graduate with like certification, like mm-hmm. you can work in that field. Yeah. Right. So there was like auto, there was cosmetology. Um, my some schools have like journalism and production. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We have those, but we didn't call them academies. That that's just what they were called. Okay. Um, for, yeah, you were allowed in, right? Yeah. Yeah. For fair, yeah. So for Fairfax County in Virginia, and I know. So I was like, okay, well, I knew that some of the guys were going for auto. Um, and I was like, well, there's cosmetology and I like to do hair. Like I, I literally do most of the people in my family's hair. And, and yeah. And sometimes y'all on occasion. Um, so I was like, okay, well then I'll just do this. And so you have to have your parents sign off on it. And mom's like, no, I don't think that's going to benefit your future. And I'm just like, how do you know? Like, how do you, what do you, how do you know what's going to benefit my future or not? It's something I like to do. It's just something you like to do in this world. You need a, you know, like she's, I love my mom. She's one of those good corporate job people, but she has a good corp. Well, she had a good corporate job before she retired. So that it's also that age range. Mm-hmm. You know, you live in the Fairfax County area or the DMV area. If you don't work for the government, then in some form of fashion or something connected to it, then it's like, what are you really what do doing? You do? Yeah. <laughs> but also to her defense, if you went to most 
schools so there's only select schools that had the academy classes mm. so for you to pick a class you're leaving your school right. to go to this other school so it's probably taking up two electives oh. so it's mm. not like if you're picking this one elective it's taking the time of like two, two. right so but it's an elective it's not like it's taking the place of math it's not but i'm just saying like if her mom is thinking you could be doing multiple things but you're taking the time to do one oh. right so i think see i had the same thing and i was pissed because i was like okay but me taking drama is more useful than because I really wanted to go that part because I really wanted to take an auto class because I was like I ain't gonna be one of these hoes out here getting gypped (laughs) taking my car into the shop I'm gonna know what's going on and now I know nothing (laughs) (laughs) I took that class and I'm a hoe (laughs) (laughs) I still can't change my I learned how to change my oil and my tire I still can't I don't remember that's oh. a hot mess. <laughs> I can drink a tire, but okay. So I, I can call right AAA. Oh, gosh, okay. why you, your insurance doesn't do it? Never mind. That's a whole. No- We're not yeah. going to change it like AAA that. AAA is by my insurance. Oh, okay. That's cool. Um, so the electives. There you are. There. Yeah. And I got run um, flat tires. My mom wouldn't sign it, and I like we. I was like, what? Like it's not your elective. What is the problem here? So ultimately, she was like, why don't you take this business class and said. So I took it. I did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like it. And so like you submit these things and and they were going to make an exception for me because I was a rising junior. Most of the time, they won't even let you start an academy unless you start as a sophomore. So I was like, OK, so now they're making an exception for me and you're still not going to prove it. Fine, whatever. Um, so that Why was like, forged <laughs> look, I almost did. Um, <laughs> I was trying to be a good child at the moment. I don't know the statute of limitations. Let's not get caught for unlawful activity on. How will they know? Um, (laughs) So I that was like April, May, and school let out, and then like in June, I was like, okay, I got my little certificate so you can work at fifteen and a half, and um, I was like, well, I need a job, and I just so happened to have been like, mom had to run errands, so she went to go get her hair done, and I was sitting waiting for her. And the lady that was working there was like, oh, we need somebody to help around the shop. And I was like, oh, I'll work here. And she was like, for real? I started working at a hair salon. So, of course. The irony. The, mm. One, the irony of it all. I worked there for five years up until when I acted like, because after I graduated high school, whole another situation, um, I went to Nova, which also, let me put this shameless plug in there. That is a smart way to go. It's cheap. Go get your your undergrad. The only thing your is two degrees. Yes, two my two degrees. <laughs> yep, yep, just like that. But like, if you feel like you need the dorm experience, I don't really enjoy people outside of the people in this room. And barely, and that's right, and that's <laughs> on occasion. That part. Um. So if you don't need that experience, then go ahead to a community school, get you your credits, and then transfer for free, mind you, for most places. Um. But nonetheless, I worked at this place for almost five years and I looked at my mom. I said, mm, sure would have been nice to have a cosmetology license right now because I could be getting a whole lot of money at my age. And I, I'm not going to lie. My petty self did carry this probably up until maybe like Maybe last year, six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, actually, you're right. Maybe like three years ago. Now I'm looking at the calendar. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, I didn't look like going. Yes, so. I've been because on the flip side of it, um, as life has gone on, um, y'all know I have degenerative disc, whatever, something in my back where my discs are disintegrating. 
And all I could think of is, this is now. If I had been standing on my feet all day, mm. every day, Oof. oh my God, I couldn't even imagine. Mm. I couldn't, like, even now, I'm just like, go lay down. <laughs> Wait, your discs are disintegrating? Like, degenerate. They are. Um, Wait, what's the word? Disintegrating or degenerating? <laughs> Degenerating. Okay. I was like, wait yeah. a minute. Which means I was immediately picturing Thanos after he was Same. like, Same. And I was like, How are you alive? Be able to talk about that. Fine. <laughs> how is your back still a back? I'm by the grace of God. No, because they're not disintegrating. That's how it's well. They're still there. I give you a strong but back. they're like worn. Hey. <laughs> oh, um, okay. <laughs> this took a turn. It did. It's not even what I, I apologize. Meant. But no, no but. It, it's painful to say mm-hmm. the least um, because they yeah because they're disintegrating right <laughs> shut up girl <laughs> it's something to start with a D I I don't have Tiffany's vocabulary <laughs> I don't know those words all of them I just well also miss that word above <laughs> that is going to be the most tragic educational podcast <laughs> ever known to me degenerative noun <laughs> actually it's an Adjective. All right, sorry, guys. Thank you for the education. Anyway, so like, I just can't even imagine if that had been my primary job and then having to try to figure something else out because it's either too painful or too difficult to do that now. So I'm like, I was mad. I still mad sometimes because I'm like, maybe if I gotten on the side and still, because it it wasn't going to stop me from going to college. Like, but nor here or there. Maybe. I'm here now. And yeah. I thank God for money. Jesus. You made, I'm about to say, you made that money right out the gate. That hairdressing money. You was nuts. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Like once they start making good money. Yeah. Until. Why do you need a degree? Say. Why do you need a degree? Why do you need the degree if you're already making good money? Yeah. Well, because in the grand scheme of things with a business admin degree, I could have owned that shop by now or I could have opened my own. Mm. I mean, you know, there's things, but nonetheless, I thank God for where I am now. Um, I do enjoy the work that I do. It's but me working at the hair salon prepared me because if you work in customer service, yeah, work at a black hair salon, <laughs> that will prepare you. Let for that some be things. your first job, right? Right. Because yes. let a curl be wrong. Not a curl. Yeah, you look here. Curl. Have you let my perm sit too long? Right. This Jerry ain't Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> or somebody come up with some broke off hair because they didn't let a process process too long. Look, you want to, that's an angry black woman for you right there is, is the black hair salon, especially clear, when you sat there for six warranted. hours and still look, for some people to still look the same way they Whoa. came in. Never mind. I digress. Anyway, I just thank God. What salon was that? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It's closed now. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that you worked for five years, but can't remember. No, because it's, you know, it's moved on from mm-hmm. there. I don't know. <laughs> it has or you have. All of the above. Okay. Go anyway. lay down. <laughs> Landmarks be landmarking, mm. is all I'm going to say. They do. <laughs> that they do. Anybody do you have, have another landmark? Oh, I do. Are we continuing landmarks or are we moving on? What? Yeah. The, another segment? Oh. I didn't feel like. I You're not ready like, to move on? I feel like everyone had multiple except for you yeah. and me. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, you you the dag on there, Oprah Winfrey to me. Right. Earlier. Because mm-hmm. you tried to get out of your landmark. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, uh, my, uh, uh, 
Are you okay? Should we move on? Do we need to move on? Do we want this landmark? Um, I don't know. Would you have to get it? Um, You backed me into a corner. Sorry. (laughs) You could have said no. All I did was ask questions, but that's fine. Okay. Um, My other landmark is when... um, Okay, I just won't say names. (laughs) A prominent male figure in my life that is not my father... Let me just go ahead and put that out there. That is not my dad. Not my dad. Um, found out that he had children outside of his marriage. Wait, you found out or he found out? It was not a secret to him. Okay. But you okay. found out. Yeah, found I family, family found, found out. out. Okay, okay. I don't know when everyone found out. All I can remember is when I found out. Oh. Um, and so I couldn't remember why his wife, not my mother, Okay. Um, it was always like, she seemed like mean to him, like for most of my life. Mm. And then when this all came out, I was like, oh. I understand better by and by. Yes. And so <laughs> he seemed just very much like the, uh, like the perfect man to me most mm. of my life. And then this happened. And Oof. not that to say like he wasn't a great person and great man he just wasn't a great husband right. which i have seen this a lot on the internet whether you not being great in one part of your life does or doesn't make you great overall right. and i feel like you can decipher that for your own we stuff. tried to talk about it last pod we did <laughs> um for me though it just turned into a. at the time i was like i don't know how you can be great if you're not a great husband, husband. Like, I'm not taking the fact that you're, I'm not taking from it, you're not a great father and all these other things. But, like, I, for me, in that moment, same thing, it changed my perspective of marriages and because before I was like, oh, like, I don't understand like, why she seems so, like, mean all the time. Um, and so I immediately, it changed my perspective of her, that she's, you're not mean you're dealing with the cards that you were dealt. Um, And I understand that you dealing with those cards for you, you played them the best way you knew how. Right. Um, And it really just shifted how I felt about her in a more, in a positive way. Cause I think I just looked at her one way. And after that, I was like, Oh, you're not. Yeah. You're, yeah, it's just different. Yeah, it's completely totally. different. Like, and Context I think matters. It yeah. does. It absolutely matters. And um, I just, my respect for her just completely changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I empathize yeah. with her more than I thought I would. And even as a wife, I think I look at like, okay, like marriage is not easy. Yeah. Like right. marriages go through a lot of different things. And how you decide to deal with your marriage is up to you and your partner. Um, And I just think that I had just such a high regard for him and not her for a long Mm, time. And after I found out, I was like, oh, you're. I didn't give you the grace that you deserved. Mm, That's real. Right. Um, And so. Yeah, I think that changed a lot of things for me. And not that I thought that he was a bad person, um, because I don't think that. I just don't think that he was a great husband. Right. Well, I think that also goes goes to say that when people are acting away or come across as something, you don't know 
what all they're dealing with and why they come off that Mm -hmm. way as, you know, maybe guarded or maybe too free flowing until you understand the backstory. But sometimes people also need to be okay with knowing you may never understand the backstory. Yeah. You just have to keep loving that person through whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that changed me to knowing like, I shouldn't have to know your backstory to respect mm, you. That's, that's right. That and I think like I that also changed me too. like it's just just being OK with not knowing everything, mm. but still being respectful, still loving, still extending grace. Mm. And um, I don't have to know the ins and outs. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think sometimes we feel like we have to know the ins and outs before we can extend grace or understand. But that right. no one owes us their ins right. and outs. We, right. they, that's just something that should be like a. An automatic. Right. And I really, it's hard. It's I'm hard. not going to lie. It is hard. It is something that I feel like I am trying to do and be Especially better at Especially when you don't understand. Right. Yeah. And when you're young, it's even harder. Yeah. I feel like life be lifing and then yeah. you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And also I when you're it. young, like things are very black and white. Like yes. all you know is like, so and so's mean and so and so's nice. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like <laughs> you're, so you're fun, you're nice. You're mean, you're, yeah. <laughs> you're nice. Right. Um, yeah, very Matilda for that's sure. That's interesting too. I feel like there is like a topic in there that's like, never mind. Nope, say it. No, say it. No, say it. Say it. I don't know mm. if I'm going to regret it. Right. Okay. okay. Yeah. Next. Well, I really want you to say it now. Oh my God. All right. Can, can, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No. We have the power mm. of editing. Okay. And it's not, no, I just already, I already feel cringe. Sorry. Okay. Mm. We'll talk about it later. Um, I really want to know. <laughs> we can talk about it later. Okay. Um, Don't forget. I won't. Lie down. I'm sick. <laughs> now I'm sick. Pissed at myself. Um, should I go into my landmark? <laughs> yeah. 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 You got it. Okay. Great. 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 Okay. Um, I feel like my landmark is similar to Saya's in the sense of like, I had like a full blown plan to go to college work for some time, get my JD. It's going to be sports agent. And I just like knew that I was going to be like the first like big black girl, like sports agent. And that was going to be like my trajectory in my life. Like you can get it. Get like it. And here I am not having done any of that. Um, <laughs> I think like for me, like at the, at the time of like, that was a better um, response. <laughs> when I was trying to go to, um, law school I was I had like gone to like visit schools I was like in the thick of it and then um I just like kept seeing these like signs that were like don't go to law school and I was like this is weird that this keeps happening and I was like trying to like like I'm I'm not gonna let like other people's opinions deter me and like blah blah blah. but I was hearing like a lot of like (laughs) stories and then finally my um he wasn't like my boss, but he was like my like older colleague. Like at the time, he was like what I would call like my big work brother. I don't know if that's like a thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was like, he was like, <laughs> I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's yeah. not, he wasn't yeah. my work husband, but he was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like he was, oh, I only out. have one. It's yeah. you. Sorry. <laughs> Just to be clear. Um, <laughs> I was about to say, well, we know who your work husband is. Right. Your actual <laughs> husband. Um, I was like coming in. I, he knew I was studying for the LSAT and I like came into work and he was like, um, I read this article. Like, I'm I just have to send it to you. And it was like 
I got my law degree. I'm driving a taxi. It will happen to you too. I like remember the title of the article, the title of the article still to this day. Cause I was like, that was the day I changed my mind. I was like, oh, I guess. Put in these books away. All right, God, like, yeah. heard you loud and clear, bro. Like, guess I'm not going to law school, so. Yeah. All right, I'm going to head out from this whole degree. I'm driving a cab. Yeah. So, um, from there, I uh, decided to uh, get my MBA. And I feel like even, like, with all that, it came with, like, trials and tribulations because I was like, why did I go get my MBA at a white school? Because I could have gone to UMD and met my husband and then... Like, I just either I at least could have had that. <laughs> like, why am I here, like, breaking my back to get this degree? And then in my last semester, Patrick and I are walking to class. Wait, you said you could have went to, isn't UMD a white school, too? I mean, it is, but a lot of niggas go there. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not okay, HBCU, but, you know. Okay, because yeah. Carol and I were both like, like oh, no, like. One white. No, no. They're both white, but, like, <laughs> but I don't think Howard has a. MBA program. I don't know, but you said I could have went to UMD like it was HBCU. No, but I just mean like well, all the black are... men I know that have MBAs went to UMD. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Besides Patrick. All right. Because the irony of it all. No, it's fine. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Elite. Um, it's then like it worked out. Anyways. cream is yeah. what I'm hearing. <laughs> but yeah. Basically. Yeah. And then I found my black husband at the white, the white one, one anyways. <laughs> so what difference did it make? Okay. God be gotten. God be gotten. <laughs> um, and then from there, you know, I was going to like pivot my career and go into sports management, sports marketing. And then like all of that fell apart. And I was just like, wow, I am here. Like none of this panned out in the way that I envisioned mm. at all. Like mm. this is like very, like very much been like a pride and ego check. Like mm. I've been working towards this for like, years i'm not used Ooh. to like not not getting my way but kind of like when i put my head down and decide something yeah. like mm. you know what i mean yeah. I'm, I'm not it's never not happened so like for that to not pan out in the way that i envisioned for so long i was like why did i do this mm. <laughs> like what's happening do you have any regrets yeah <laughs> but i mean on the flip side of that i think like me like calling this my landmark is because basically my regrets are student loans like that's my regret mm. out of this entire situation. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my so, God. So like, that, that is the pain point. And not, not really anything else, but like the, the other side of this conversation that I didn't have the perspective on then is that if I had moved to New York and gotten that job with Chase, I wouldn't have my business. I, I wouldn't be looking at houses with my husband right now. Like, mm, I don't know on. how like the whole, our entire relationship transpired because yeah. I lived in a place where I was able to live at home for so long. I was able to travel a whole lot with my husband. I wouldn't have been able to do that affording an apartment in New York. You know what I mean? Like so much, so many aspects of my life would be so different Mm -hmm. if that is what I had gotten. You know what I mean? So, right. So like, I don't, from that standpoint, I regret nothing. I just, Mm. you know, hate this debt over my head outside of that. Like it's Gucci. Let's not talk about debt. At least, did you have debt going into your masters? See, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. I mean, yeah, but it makes it feel more dumb. Yeah. Not- <laughs> I understand completely. I understand, but it's like, because I feel like, oh, I didn't realize how good I had it. Right. <laughs> Slow <laughs> down. Stay home. Do right. something else. Right. Some Stop. guy was like, some guy was like oh, I'm only going to take like two credits a year so that I don't have any student debt. And I was like, why? Oh my God. You're going to waste so much of your time. I graduated in three years. And now I'm like, bitch why don't you just listen to people (laughs) stay humble just shut up and listen sit down (laughs) yeah someone just used to like 
cyber attacks Sally May. <laughs> of all the cyber attacks, like y'all live in them alone. Right. Where are the aliens? My God. Basically, where's um? Who is it that goes after the people all the time? Navient. No. <laughs> I'm saying not that one. Loan business <laughs> after people. That's not my side. But true. I would not be mad if Navi just shut down. I'm like power off. I'm with the cyber attackers that like they oh, yeah, take like, over places. Yeah, there's a group. Yeah, I can't think we of need them. To, <laughs> it's like if you're watching hackers, <laughs> please subscribe first. But right. then also subscribe, share, share like, comment, right. and then go hack. Navi. If you have Naviant loans, your student loans might be paid off because a lot of them were. Federal. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's not your testimony. The iTwitch said a lot without saying. Was it not a federal loan? No. Navient's not federal. I don't have, no, I think that Navient has federal. I don't have any. Oh, see, I had. Loans. I almost got caught up with Navient because I was like, should I take some of my loans private? And then, <laughs> well, see, this is. I didn't start with Navient. My all of my loans got uh, sold. sold to, yeah. I mean, uh, I've had three different providers at this particular point. Oh, that's point. crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Whew. Any hackers want to sponsor this at um this podcast? <laughs> How would that happen? I can give you my full information if you want. So you can not dropping your social. (laughs) (laughs) You want to take that debt right to zero? Here's how. Jesus paid it all. You can help. (laughs) (laughs) Me not pay it all. Do you guys ever that? Wait, maybe that should be my tangent. Not the IRS Mm. being like. (laughs) Sometimes when I think about the stresses of like living in society, I'm like, I'm just supposed to be on this earth, like eating fruit. Like I don't have to worry about this. I don't have no, that's not my testimony. Oh. <laughs> on the turf eating fruit. That's it. Like before not you like jacked that's it, it but like up. sometimes when I'm like stressed about like bills and debt, yeah. I'm like, all this is fabricated. Yeah. Oh, like, like someone was real? like mm. someone like humans really decided to be Do the, the, the best of on this earth and decide that you had to pay to be here. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we did. <laughs> the animals get to be here for free, but we decided we're smartest, so you gotta pay to be here. Wow, that is a good point. Pay for everything. <laughs> and I've never seen anything the same since. at all. That's that master's degree. Uh, the masses degree. <laughs> yes, exactly. That masses degree. <laughs> you that's who gave it to it. Oh Jesus, man! Oh, landmarks. Yeah, <laughs> sure. And here we are. All Hope, of our listeners have had thriving. right similar <laughs> situations. I feel like we say we're thriving, but in my head, we're all like. <laughs> With canes and walkers. Right. <laughs> just I barely just barely made, made it. Just, okay, but I'm here. I see it though. Back just gotta make it. Right. Like Trey mm-hmm. Song said. Wow, I don't know if that's who we should be quoting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> nobody's safe anymore. <laughs> not at him. all. Oh, Especially not You're right. Let's move on. Yes. Please. Tiff's tangent. <laughs> One thing we're going to do is tangent. <laughs> we actually did pretty good today, I think. Yeah, we did. Okay. Um, scared. Except for the <laughs> I think this is a good. I always think that. Okay. You do. <laughs> you do you always think that. Let me be like, just ask. I have one in here that is going to make y'all look at me super weird. So we're going to avoid that one today. Um, okay. Fair. If that you had one. to tell someone the number one rule of being black, what would it be? Oh, we just is with my son. Yeah. You never reach into a woman's purse. Mm. I was like, oh, they they might have thought about this a little bit. Let me use it. <laughs> That's yeah. what so thanks, Trey. Never reach into a woman's purse. Oh, That's, okay. Ah, that is the, your one for real. That's just what we told Trey. Oh, that's what I told Trey. But I feel like that is a strong. That's got that's a, like that's, that's a, a strong, strong one. one. That okay. is a strong okay. one. Oh, you know what? 
The black mama is always right. Even if she ain't, she right. Uh, I was going to say. No. Do you remember feel like how we that get... as a black mama? Yes. But remember, like, I've been winging it a lot. I mean it from the standpoint of this. When we were, anyone who is above us, when mm-hmm. they say something, who responds? We yeah. all do. Right. But, they asked us to do something. Yes. You just experienced that this past weekend. So you don't right. act like you did not. No, I'm not I'm not saying that it doesn't have validity. I just don't. I mean, I'd be arguing. I don't want to so believe I'm, it. Yeah, you're not. I'm not the best person because I got questions. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean. I just roll with it. Right, sorry. So I ask you a question one more time. I want to make sure I'm, I'm If you had that. to tell someone the number one rule of being black. Oh, wait, you know, what I'll change would it. it be? Every. If an elder black woman. Is retreat, treated and respected like a, like a mom, right? right. Like okay, or that, auntie. That's yes, like a, like an auntie, right? Like you may not even know her, but you know her. Yeah. So you just gonna have to. How can I help? What do you need? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Ooh, I got yeah. one. Okay. Go ahead. Um, if one nigga starts running. Oof. You start running you too. Really you ask one. questions later. Yeah. Right. You don't ask no questions. Ooh, you just I, pick up I don't and even go. know if I've really been saved from that, but I feel like I have. I feel like I, I don't know what when I ran, I ran. Oh. Okay. And I don't yeah. need to go back and find out no, what we can find out when we tired. Right. When <laughs> when we would go to the club, I'd be like, look, just know this is where the car is parked. Mm-hmm. If you're not here within five minutes of the running. You're going to get left. <laughs> I knees, I knees, don't fall. Don't fall. Knees and chest, knees and That's a speech thing. <laughs> okay. So I think my rule, but maybe it's because like my dad be preparing. If you are parked in a parking lot, always back in. Always huh. back in. Hmm. Huh. I always do so. Yeah. I don't, I always, always back always. in. I didn't know. But then I'm like, when that theory is jacked up is when you go to Costco and you can't lift your trunk. Oh, I have this argument with Shelton every single time because he always backs in. I'm like, so when we bring the Costco it, cart and you are backed into the median. But, but <laughs> it's the rule. You have to back your car in for, so that you can get yeah, out, out easy. easy. You have Understand. to be able to Also pull. getting out of the Costco parking lot is stressful too. Yeah. Oh, not in Maryland. Oh. Maryland Costco's are your, like... I love your Costco. Chef's kiss. I love oh. your Costco. It's never busy. It's super organized. It's yeah. It's never busy. It's really organized. Right. It's really well, easy to get out. Really they have self checkout, which all of them don't have. Right. All is the Maryland time. Costco going to sponsor this episode? I hope yeah. they do. Also, Maryland Costco, can you please sell liquor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Please. No, that's in DC. wine and uh. in wine and beer, and then I will never see, leave you. But see, <laughs> that's when I'm like, dang, I hate that theory of always backing in when you go to Costco. But then that's. When I just get in, a, I get in a driver's seat and I wait for the bags to be loaded. I'm not touching the bags. Oh, you order online? Okay. No, no, Harry doesn't. Harry is not in the car. And most of the time, most of the time I'm in the front seat eating my hot pizza while he's loading. My little chicken, Harry sweating, and kind of feels like my chicken bacon, my uh, mocha freeze. But I know what scratch car either behind me. That part, don't scratch my shit. Um, but when you get here's your food, babe. See, Not I know he's saying things under his breath. Uh-huh. Right. Button the whole way. Right. Right. Um, but he's like, I'm, I'm gonna be quiet though. Right. About to cook these good old chicken thighs. Right. <laughs> what did I just put in here? I right. know I'm gonna get right. some. I'm finna eat. Right. Uh, my number one rule for being black is season your meat. 
season your salad. And both sides. Can we talk about this? Yeah. Wait, yeah. season your salad? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You've been salad wrong. Wait, what do you mean season your salad? Season your salad. What yeah. does that salt mean? Pepper. You got to put some seasoning on it. And, like, salt it's just lettuce. It's like, because you know how, like, you want to put dressing on your salad to give it flavor? But, like, seasoning doesn't have calories. So, if you season your salad, like, you season meat, like, your salad will have flavor without you needing a oh, whole bunch of dressing. Oh, is this a new nigga rule? Because I've never heard mm, this. I didn't. I, uh, I, was, well, I, think I was just saying salt and pepper. I think I'm the seasoning the meat part was probably mm. the number one nigga rule, but it's poured out into other things. Because I remember, so I was sharing that with us a couple weeks ago about seasoning your veggies. Yeah. Like, the amount of time you spent, the spin on your protein is the amount of time you should spend also on your on your side Agreed. items. Yep. That's yep. why Brussels sprouts are so good. Mm-hmm. You got to season. Yep. Yeah, I've just never seasoned my raw salad. Th- that's, I, I mean, I've done salt and pepper. I don't, I've, are you saying something other past that? And are we talking about like rubbing it into the leaves? Like, what are we doing? Uh, I mean, you, you make love that. to your, your romaine. <laughs> <laughs> your romaine you is that. I don't, I don't know that that's a black rule, but like, KO, you got to massage yeah, it with the lemon. Yeah, exactly. So that's you break it down a little bit so it's not as tough. Yeah. But like, you can well, season yeah. it with like, I mean, depending on like what, the flavor profile is if you if you have like meat in your salad, whatever the, the what's going on the meat can go on the salad. Huh. And, like I've make it never. like less water. Especially like I don't eat romaine salads because I think romaine tastes like water. It is. But like if you season it, it is more flavorful and then salads are more enjoyable. I don't I just it's new. It's so, just new. No, I never seasoning right, meat is I guess my I follow this sides. guy on Instagram <laughs> and literally almost every video he starts with is somebody making Typically, it's like a Jamaican dish. He's like, you got to wash your rice, man. You got to. I'm like, oh, I'm don't look at me. Wrong. Don't look at me. I've been doing this wrong the whole time because I didn't used to wash rice. But <sighs> as I mentioned earlier, when you know better, you, you do, do better. better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know better, you do better. <laughs> Carol, do you not wash yeah, your no, rice? No, I do wash my rice Do you wash now. it before or after you cook it? Before now. No, no. <laughs> you have this okay. conversation. I don't need y'all telling the world. Indeed. <laughs> Let's move on. Do you have a question? You want to talk about yourself? I didn't. You all looked at me. Got some questions. Yeah. No, yeah, there's It's okay. Just know you have to wash your eyes. Yeah. Um, that can be all for now. <laughs> feel like we should all move on. All right. It's time for a minute of the week. Minute of the week. Okay. Oh, man. It went away. Okay. Hold on. I got to go back. Had my meme of the week up and I was ready and then went away. Okay, ready? Yeah. This is from I'm Just Eden and it says, In the mood for a cocktail, hold the tail though. (laughs) 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 And then part two. So oh, where I was not prepared for I love every bit of it. Now you bring a meme of the week back on a <laughs> full tilt. Y'all gonna love this one though. It says, y'all begging for niggas to act right like summer not two blocks away. Stay woke, ladies. Yes. <laughs> Stay woke. Hot girl summer. Don't lock down. Don't That's lock right. Down. Don't worry about them. If you're not acting right, it's okay. Not the gun fingers at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> We have that shot. Oh. Summer's two blocks <laughs> away, girls. Girlies. Do your thing. Well, someone can, has- I, can I also say this? If your man is man and right, your hot girl summer, winter, fall, and spring. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. But if he's not. Moving oh. <laughs> <laughs> right along. Moving right along. Should we do All some? Right. Um, well, it's time for aftershade. 
As if we haven't been shady enough. <laughs> right. Per <laughs> usual. Oh, right. Damn. Per usual. I wonder if, like, what is getting through a pod not being shady like? Is wow. it boring? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not interested. First of all, I mean, zero out of five stars would not recommend. Very ghetto. We haven't had our friendship that way in God knows how long. So That's true. That's true. Even, so our friendship is built on shade. Yes. Like all of us are our own tropical yes. island. I just feel like we talked about a lot of really heart bearing things just now, and everyone was like, wow, you suck. <laughs> That must suck because you really suck. It sucked. <laughs> we no. suck and you really suck. <laughs> what I went through sucked, but you're sucked. <laughs> Dang, how, like, did you, how, how did you come back from that? <laughs> what would it be like if we were nicer? <laughs> oh, God. And look at y'all we'll strange never know. Right. Like, are y'all all right? <laughs> we do love each other. <laughs> we do. Exactly. We love each other and we love our listeners, which is why we're going to go back to the Afro Shade. Yes. Way to bring us back. So that we can affirm our listeners and watchers. Yeah. Dang. Good job. Hey. Look at you. Okay. So do you want to start? No. I actually, can I please go last? Oh. Okay. Please. Do you want right. to start? Oh, okay. We're doing swinging all around. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So for me today, I think I want to affirm with our listeners, all of us have had pretty big landmarks in our lives. And um, as I was listening to all of this, I realized like how great, all of a second a moment, how grateful I am that like we all have gone through that. Cause I don't know who, I, I love y'all like this. And mm. I don't know what that what else that would look like. And That's I don't right. want to know. I don't think. I think I just like like we've often had to talk about like whether or not not oppressed groups feel any empathy. And I feel like you gain <clears throat> empathy, you gain your character and the landmarks that you go through. And so I want to affirm for our listeners, if you are struggling through what could be later on looked at like a landmark in your life, just know that the person that you'll become is the person that you're supposed to be. Mm. I think that that's main, the main takeaway from this whole entire episode. I think that I got from that is, you know, we life be life in life, be life in real hard. And it may not look like you're going to see the other side, but I promise you the person you are on the other side is going to be somebody that a lot of the people that are in your current in your life and the ones that you will meet will appreciate and love even more. And you'll become more of yourself. You get to know yourself a lot more having gone through these trials. Um, so hang in there. It's it, I know it's rough, but I affirm that you will be the person you are supposed to be when this trial is over. So just ride mm-hmm. it out a little bit longer. Um, I can go next. Um, I just want to affirm for our listeners that um it can be tough on social media i think right now especially if your social circle is small if you're seeing a lot of positive things you're seeing a lot of people's highlight reels and if you're not having a positive time in your life it can feel like you're alone in that right and i just want to affirm for you that that is not true like life is long um events are momentous and Mm. like the darkest time in my life brought the most positive outcome that I never saw coming. Like there was no precipice for it at the time that I was going through it, but I had to live through it to see what was on the other side. Um, And so I affirm that for you, 
that if you are going through something negative, it's not bad times don't last always, as Nicole would say. Trap don't <laughs> last always. Yes. Um, yes. I hate you. <laughs> That one that's I know. It. It's the top. If y'all are shady as my friends, and that's all the information to you. Sick of this group of people. Spell that. Pre- <laughs> I'm sick. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. My after shade. Um, I affirm that um, you. <laughs> Wow. Oh you need water? No, it's fine. Um, you're great. <laughs> okay, that's good. Nicole, go ahead. <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what is happening? 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 What is really monumental affirming from Carol. I hope that carries you. Oh, wow. Ooh, wee. <laughs> you ah. was smart. You was kind. You, you was impotent. Wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> oh, good luck following that up. Yeah. I, was about to say, I don't even know if I should follow that up. At this point, I think, uh, um, should I even go? Yeah, okay. you should. I think you have to. You have um, to. Okay, so. That's back. Cool. Um, I think that when you are, as I mentioned earlier with landmarks, they are even, oh, so when you're traveling along and you have a landmark, it's how you get to your destination. Sometimes people get to a landmark and because it's not what they expect, they turn around, they go back home. What I want to affirm to our listeners today is your landmark can shape you or your landmark can define you. A lot of people will probably say, Nicole, it's the same thing. It's not. Um, your landmark in shaping you just guides you to your final destination. But sometimes if you get to that stopping block or if the landmark don't seem right, you may turn back around and never end up at your final destination. Don't let the landmark define you. Just, well, no, I'm sorry. I'm flipping that around. Only you define you. The landmark will shape you. So just keep going along your route. Know that you're eventually going to get to where you should where you're supposed to be in life um, so that you can be great, <laughs> so that you can be kind and smart. Wow, she really validated yeah. you. <laughs> and impotent. <laughs> um, but ultimately, so that you can get to something that maybe you would have never expected. Maybe you might find you a wife, a husband. Maybe you might find you the job of your dreams or experience the best thing in your life. You never know. Just know that only you defined you. Your landmarks are just there along the way to guide you there. Oh, man. That was you great. made it on that. Good. I like I did. that. Okay. I did. Yeah. Proud of you. Way to pull it on. Proud of all three of us. <laughs> <laughs> My eyelashes came off. <laughs> Girl, I'm in the middle of like, oh I cannot I can, listen to her and watch her take her about eyelashes off. Unravel. <laughs> can we end yeah. it? I think we gotta go. Goodbye, y'all. Love y'all. Bye. 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 What in the Sam? <laughs>